Yesterday we prayed on consecration. So I had to come out with a message that will synchronize the two together to bless us. Amen. So it's the consecration and the anointing mixed together, giving us a preaching titled Samson, the man who broke his consecration. The man who broke his consecration. I don't know where to start from, but let me give you a gist of what we did in the first service. So, we look at 1 Samuel chapter 1, verse 1 to 6. 1 Samuel chapter 1, 1 Psalms chapter 1, verse 1 to 6. Psalms. What is in 1 Samuel? Sure, it's about Hannah. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. Too. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law does he meditate day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season, his leaf also shall not wither and whatsoever he does it shall prosper verse 4 the ungodly are not so but are like the chaff which are which the wind driveth away the next verse therefore the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous verse 6 for the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous so there is a way for the righteous. Say there is a way. Say there is a way. And there is the way of the ungodly. He said, and the way of the ungodly shall perish. The path of consecration is the perfect path God has called us to walk on. Every child of God has only one path. And that path is called consecration. That path is the path that God connects to you and you connect to God. So in the first service, because of time, I have to brief you quickly. There are two levels of consecration. The first level is done by God himself. The second level is our response to God's consecration. So we look at 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17 to 18. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. So that is the first level of consecration that God does it himself. So you go to the next verse, verse 18. He said, and all things are of God who has reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ. So this work is what happens when you give your life to Christ, God owns you back. God, take, God moves you from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of his dear son. So from that day, you become a child of God. You become a bona fide property of God. Can I hear a big amen? amen? But you see, when you become born again, your body did not become born again. It's your spirit that became born again. So your memory is still intact. 
What you used to love is still there. Your affections are still there. Your appetites are still there. But when you become born again, you must begin to allow the Holy Spirit to take you on a certain path called consecration. So the next level of consecration is the response of man to what God has done. And that is where God begins to choose people. God doesn't just collect people. God chooses people for assignment. And God prepares people for assignment. But how will you be prepared if you are not in the camp? So when the police wants police personnel, they do recruitment. And they take you to training. When the military wants people, they do recruitment. And they take you to training. Not everybody qualifies. And remember, God refers to us as military people. We are part of the army of God. So he said that we do not entangle ourselves with what? Civilian affairs. So God doesn't see you as a civilian. He sees you as what? A military man. So then, if we have to respond to God's consecration or what God did for us first, Hagiazo, and then we have to respond with what? Hagiasmos. What is our response like? What does it mean to respond to God's love? Now, we look at, in the first seven, we look at 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 19 to 22. He said, Nevertheless, the foundation of God standeth sure. Having this seal, the Lord knoweth them that are his. And let everyone that nameth the name of Christ depart from iniquity. Remember, every scripture is what? Inspired by God. So the Bible is saying that those that bear the name of Christ, they must depart because there is a part of the godly and there is a part of the ungodly. The part of the ungodly is the part of iniquity. There are, there are two different things here. The part of the godly is consecration unto the Lord. The part of the ungodly is iniquity. So then if the spirit of God dwells in you, you are supposed to bear the fruit of the spirit and not the works of the flesh. Are you here? So in this, he said, every Christian should depart from iniquity. So how can you be a Christian and believe in deity? Juju, calling spirit. Let's go and call the dead and let him tell us who killed us or who, who killed him. So, I'll come to that. But in a great house, there are not only vessels of gold. So, the great house is the church. It can be a local church. It can be the universal church. It can be the kingdom of God. So in the kingdom of God, we don't only have vessels of gold. We have vessels of silver, vessels of wood, and vessels of what? Clay, precious stone. So you say, oh, then me, I want the gold. I don't want the clay. It's not the clay or the gold that makes it important. It's the usage of the vessel. What it is being used for. So now, though this microphone is very expensive, it's expensive than this wood. This is wood. This is metal and some... It's a whole complex system here. If I say I want to dash you something, the microphone and this puppet, which one will you choose? But it's wood. 
is the usage that puts the honorability on the vessel. So he said that, but also of wood and of earth. And some are to honor and some are to dishonor. So not all the vessels are honorable in the house. So if you come to church, there are Christians who believe in fasting and prayer. In fact, some people are not fasting. They have decided not to fast and they will not fast. But they are called Christians. You can't do anything about it. They have answers to give to God. That is why you must not judge anybody. Are you here? There are some Christians who slept in their boyfriend's house yesterday night. And they are sitting here. Are you here? There are Christians who will never pay tight. You can't do anything about it. There are some Christians, they will never give to their pastor. You can't do anything about it. There are some too, they know their obligations. Because every calling comes with yokes. Every calling comes with yokes. So if you are called a Christian, there are certain things you cannot do. But some, some Christians, they don't care. There are some guys here, they are dating three girls. They are Christians. And by faith, they are Christians. You can't do anything about it. God said, let them grow together. So they can also have growth. They can have houses. They can have cars. They can have good jobs. They can have money. God said, let them grow together. <laughs> At the end of the day, I will show which ones are this and this ones are this. But let them grow together. Some will close here, they'll go and sit down at the pub and they'll be drinking. But when you tell I went to church, I go to ICGC Caris Temple. There are different kinds of Christians in church. And there are some that are very devoted to God. Very, very devoted. Very, very devoted. Very, very devoted Christians. In the great house, some are unto honor, some are not unto honor. Now, how do I become an honorable vessel in God's house? It's not about my gift. The gift is what they are talking about, the gold. So in the great house, the fact that you are the pastor doesn't mean that in the sight of God you are the most honorable. The fact that you are the drama doesn't mean that in the sight of God you are the most vulnerable, um, um, honorable. So somebody can be cleaning the toilet, but in the sight of God, he's the honorable one. So the Bible said, if a man, therefore a man, not God. So this is the second level of consecration. That is why we tell you, don't go to nightclub because of this. Don't drink alcohol. Because of this. It's not that you shouldn't drink, but it's because of this. So that God can prepare you for you to inherit the blessings he has prepared for you. Why do you think that when your father gave birth to you, they didn't keep you in the house, but they took you to school? They were preparing you for the future you are having now. So though God is your father, he must prepare you and you must prepare yourself. They put you in school, but did your father learn for you? You have to go and learn and write exams. And that is the consecration we are talking about. 
Because you can come to church and come to church and come to church and never change. You can be the same person. But I said, if a man therefore purge himself, not spirit, not the Holy Ghost, not the Holy Ghost, you purge yourself. Maybe people don't understand purge. Give us a nice English for them to understand. Quickly. If you keep yourself pure. I love that one. If you keep your, this one, who doesn't understand? If you, not, not if I, God, I keep you pure. If you, Sewa, if you, you keep yourself pure, you will be a special utensil. There are some bones in your kitchen, you don't bring it out easily. Unless pastor says he's visiting you. Then you want pastor to know that in your house you use special vessels. Meanwhile, on the ordinary day, one of the bowls you use, it has broken, it has left small. But you hide it. Pastor must not see this. And your firstborn will betray you. He will go for it. <laughs> because that is a special bowl. And why is that? If pastor is around, you don't want me to use it. He will go and take it. And come to pastor. Pastor, I want some of your food. Then I say, oh, me too, I want yours. So put it down. Then I'll look at you. Hey, Sandra. This boy is nice, so. You will be a special utensil for honorable use. How many of you want God to use you honorably? Honorable. Honorable use. Honorable use. And that is where we must desire to get to. Character is disappearing from church. Because we say we are saved by grace. We all believe that. In fact, had it not been grace, I would not be here. But grace is not an empowerment for foolishness or for a sinful life. Amen. The, the meaning of grace is that you have been empowered to live a godly life. So, if you have been empowered to live a godly life, what is happening to you? Why do you take pleasure in iniquity? What is happening? What is the battle? And you see, you need to pray that every day you hear such a message that will keep you on point and put you in a place where you desire when King David fell and God spoke to him. The way his love for God came back. Eh? Some of you would have insulted the prophet. How dare you? Who sent you here? Hey, prophet Nathan, you don't, the, the father have given you a chance to come and be speaking to me. You have now gotten the audacity to come and tell me. I've taken my own subject. You are telling me God said what? Take him and kill him. But he didn't do that. He went before God broke him. And he began to pray, take not away your spirit from me. Take, because he saw it. When God took the spirit from King Saul and put it on him, he knew what happened to King Saul. And this is where we, talk, we spoke about Esau. He didn't value spiritual things. And we are going to talk about the man Samson. 
he also did not value spiritual things. So though God had called him as a deliverer, look, you are sitting here, everybody here has a great destiny. Everybody here has a great assignment. Everybody here has a great light. But look, we will all not manifest our light because not everybody will draw closer to God because your strength is embedded in the spirit of God. And the spirit of God does not flow in any vessel. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't flow in any vessel. It can flow in, it can flow in any vessel, but it doesn't. I don't know whether you understand the English. It can flow. Any vessel you present to God consecrated, it can. So you can come from Akbalekbeji with some wild name. Uh, Mamavi Aboga. So far as you set yourself apart, we don't care about the Aboga. People will learn how to spell your name. People will learn it. <laughs> you will learn. Dangote. Is it a nice name? It's not nice. No, be, be very frank. Dangote. It's not a nice name. But you will know. <laughs> you must know. If you know, you know. No matter where you are coming from, the Holy Ghost can pick you and use you for his glory. But you see, God is looking for people. He said, your life will be clean and you will be ready for the master's use, you, for the masters to use you for every good work. Every good work. Every people got anointed. And the anointing was lifted. And yet, they were still singing and preaching. So, when the spirit of God left him, he was still fighting. And he was winning battles. You see, when the anointing is leaving you, you will never notice. It is like your engine oil that is leaking. You will not know because you'll be driving every day. You'll be driving every day. And one day, one day, that is how we call anointing doesn't disappear. It leaks. We leak oil. So you see, the, the apostles, they are threatened. They go back to pray. And the Bible said, and the Holy Spirit filled them. Filled them. So, anytime you have the opportunity, this is the, that's why you must thank God. We are human beings. I'll, I'll, I'll come to that. Somewhere, somehow, you are without, you can't say you are without sin. There is nobody here who is perfect in the flesh. We all may be perfect in spirit if you are born again. If you are not, I'll give you the chance. But we may not be perfect in the flesh. And you see, that is where the battle is. is where the battle is. And if that battle is not, is not overcome, that's why the Bible says sin will not have dominion over you. Are you in church or you've gone home? So now let's look at another interesting scripture we looked at in the first service. Then I won't go into all those. First John chapter 1 verse 9. So I told the church, I told ourselves that 
because I'm part of the message. Grace gave, gave us two options. One way to live a righteous life. To walk in the path of righteousness. In the newness of life. And then the other way is when you miss the mark. Grace has made available the blood of Jesus to restore you. In those days, Esau did not have that chance. In those days, Lucifer did not have that chance. Lucifer had, they threw him out to hell. Esau showed his birthright. When he came, the father said, no, Jacob has taken it away. Though I know you to be the firstborn, the blessing is gone. And the Bible said, when he looked for a place for repentance, he did not find. But for us, that is what makes grace special. God is so interested in our future. He wants to disgrace the devil double. So he provides that the day you fall, quickly rise up and keep moving. The righteous shall fall. So it's like the way your strength is known. You understand that thing? You cannot run thousand miles and not get tired. He knows. He knows you well. Look, when you enter into prayer, don't pretend to God. Don't go and speak graduate. He knows you. So you relax and start talking to him. I thought you clap. Some of you, you forget that you are talking to God. Then you stand, you open. I declare, oh God. Then God says, hey, relax. Start well. Start. I know you. You are nowhere. You are just coming from this relax. Relax and start well. <laughs> start well. If you are standing in front of people, you can do it. But if you come before me, start well. Start, start well. Relax. I know you. I know where you are coming from. I know the address in behind that, the blue one. So you relax and start. I will not beat you. I will not kill you. Just start well. Give the Lord a mighty clap of it. He said, if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Now, look at 1 John chapter 2, verse 3 to 5. If you give me the softer version, I'll be happy with that. I'm getting closer to wrapping up the first service and I'll preach 20 minutes on something that we go. And when... And we can be sure that we know him if we obey his commandments. I know Jesus, I know Jesus. How? If we obey his commandments. That is when you can be sure that you know him. Now, look at the next verse. He said, if someone claims, I know God, but doesn't obey God's commandment, that person is a liar. And if God is saying somebody is a liar, you can't come and tell us, oh, pastor, the guy is a true guy. He's a very honest guy. He's a very, God said he's a liar. You say he's honest. A man who does not obey God and claims that he knows God, he's a liar. A woman who does not obey God and claims that he knows God, that person, the Bible said, is a liar. That person is a liar and is not living in the truth. And the truth is Jesus Christ. You will know him. If you, 
God is calling us to be real with him. You can clap. God is calling us, you see, until you become real with God, eh, the ulcer in you will keep increasing. And one day, a diva gadaya, it will be sad. One day. God wants to use you for something great. What are you concealing that? Who told you the, your next neighbor doesn't have an ulcer? The one sitting by you, you know what the person is doing. Then we come and say, confess your sin. You are looking at the fine girl sitting by you. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. You are, you are joking. <laughs> you are joking. Hmm. Everybody has a soul. And that soul is conceived. So when you come to God, open up your soul. Let him heal you early so you can get back to track. The pretense is too much. And as long as you pretend, you see, if you have a wound under your feet, you can't run. You are delaying, you are binding the spirit of delay. It's you. It's not the spirit of delay. It's not a witch. Your wound can't make you run. Oh, tutor. Once you should be running and you are praying for divine speed, God is not wicked. God is not wicked to keep you. Look, one, if you want any pastor that loves to communicate. You can ask my wife. With sinners. It's me. I just love chatting with sinners. Because their stories amazes me. I get interested. Hey, so how many men fire you? Hey, so two is, hey, you be bad, sir. Hey, so two is you alone. Three guys. You know the tire. Oh, yeah. And they open up. We can talk. We can chat. Deep things. Because until you become, you smell of the sheep, the sheep will not follow you to the green grass. So some of you, eh, I know all your moves. But it's in my mouth and in my head. Once in a while, they show up. But I want to tell you something. Come, come, come. Come and sit down. And I will pretend like I don't know. Talking, I say, Hey, really? Oh, really? Hmm, sorry. <laughs> it's not my duty to be pointing out your sins, it doesn't work. You'll not be able to come to church if you know that some of you, the things you have done, if you know that, I know. Like six months before you show up. Oh, where have you been? Oh, I've, I've, been, I've, been, I've been around. You have been around, say. You have been around now. Why, are we playing some, some airway dance or something? I've been around. You have been around, say. Show up! 
Give the Lord a mighty clap of it. So let's just step into Samson. That troublesome man. The most pathetic story I read in the Bible is about Samson. Very pathetic. And may you not have that kind of story. May you not have that kind of story. May you not have that kind of story. You can mar the plan of God. You can change the whole plan into something else. Because of time, I'm going to preach. I'm going to step into many places in 15 minutes. So that I can, if I follow the notes, I'm now on page two. It's 13 pages. So I'm just going to step into, I think one, one Sunday we have to wear the explosion. 7 a.m. to 12 or 1. Praise and worship 13 minutes. Then you give the rest to me. Five and a half hours. I'll preach. Pastor, preach all your messages you never finish. So that we can start from there. So now we look at Samson. Anytime God wants to do a great thing, he asks for sanctification. So now, don't be confused. I know there are a lot of messages in town that makes you very comfortable in your sin. Then you are happy. You are, you know that you are not right with God. Then you are happy. Oh, grace, I'm saved by grace. Yeah. See, he said, Paul, 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 he said, so should we continue to sin? The writer of Paul. And in the, let me give that scripture before, if even I do 10 minutes and I give you this scripture, it's good. Romans chapter 6, verse 1 to 4. What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin? That grace may abound? For God forbid, how shall we that are dead to sin live any longer therein? There's another one that says that how can we that are dead, who, who, were, who were condemned to death, to sin, arouse sin again? Know ye not that so many of us as were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? So as you are sitting here, God considers that you are dead in the flesh. You are dead to the flesh. And you see, the, that's why you should be praying for church members because you may go and marry one. You have to pray that the person dies to the flesh. Because if you go and marry that person, you will see the explosion of the works of the flesh. Christian, the person calling himself Christian is not enough for you understand? It's not enough. It's not enough at all. Oh, the best, oh, pastor, he even comes to church here. You know, he says, eh. who is he? Uh, oh, okay. You know him? You know her? Oh, yeah, okay. I've told you if you even bring good, and this, I'll say go and marry. Because sometimes when the pastor steps on a marriage and stops, and the person doesn't marry three years, four years, five years, they start talking. And yet, Pastor So now, if you bring anything from Jamaica, Papua New Guinea, Guyana, Somalia, <laughs> we will declare you married. You carry your thing away. <laughs> Give the Lord a mighty clap. <laughs> you can bring some Somalia special head, Kenya. 
coming so pastor God opened international door which international door bring him see the Somalia head so your children will be wonderful <laughs> give the Lord a mighty clap of him Therefore, we are buried with him by baptism into death, that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we, are also, we also should walk in what? The newness of life. In the newness of life. So there is a way we must walk in. So we look at Ephesians chapter, two, chapter 4, verse 22 to 24. We are looking at that newness of life, that new life. He said that ye put off concerning the former conversation, the old man, which is corrupt, which is corrupt according to deceitful lust, 23, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind. So God has done the work with your spirit. Now your mind must be renewed because what was in your head did not disappear when you became born again. The pornography, the robbing words, the skillful stealing, everything that was in your head, the corrupted mindset was there. It takes the word to reform the mind. That is why every Christian is at a certain level of maturity. Then you look at the 24. He said, and that you put on the new man. You put on the new man. He was not talking to unbelievers. He was talking to Christians in the church of Ephesus. Apostle Paul, the preacher of grace. He said, you put on the new man. How do you do that? Which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. So it's not that you should live a holy life. It is that you must live a holy life. It's not that you should try. You are not trying. That is where you are. Live there. Do you understand? You are not going to try to live. You are there. So just stay there. Don't move. But most of us, Esau, we have run away to open country. And we go and learn. You are not here. You went. He saw, Esau was a hunter. None of his relatives was a hunter. Where did he go and learn how to hunt? His father was not. His uncles were not. His mother's uncles, brothers were not. Nobody was a hunter. Only Esau. Where did he go and learn? Went to learn. When he came home, he was still hungry. Hunter. Even you went to hunter, you come home and you are hungry. Jacob was at home, dwelling in the tent of his father. The blessing came to him another message. So now we look at something. Ten minutes. And I wrap up the message. Give the Lord a mighty clap of it. <laughs> Samson was a very anointed man. He was so anointed that if you cut him with knife, blood won't come. <laughs> because if you are fighting with the jawbone of an axe and people are using weapons, Eh? Spear. Have you thought about it? Sword. How come you alone? They can't kill you. Thousand soldiers, oh, trained soldiers, Philistines, they are wicked. They couldn't kill him. Because if he was bleeding, 
then one stroke of a sword, yeah, he can be fighting for a while, but as he bleeds, he will die. So it means he was not bleeding. He was holding a jawbone, just jawbone, one jawbone. And that's why he used to kill thousand people. It's the anointing. That is why you must defend it. Today, anointing will come upon you. Because the anointing will use whatever is in your hands to battle out so that your glory can show up. The anointing. It's not of him that ran it. It's not of him that. It's the anointing. It's God. He ties the tail of 300 foxes. Even dog, baby puppy, you are running away. Foxes, their tails, not their legs. You know what is in the tail of a dog? That's the most sensitive part. When you hold, they will bite you. And that is where he ties. He got angry with the Philistines. I'll show them. He ties, set their tails on fire. And they ran into their farms. And the, fire, and the farms were destroyed. The man was anointed. You know what started bringing Samson down? When the mother and the father were barren, they were a barren couple, God came to prophesy. Make sure when you get pregnant, you don't drink this, you don't do this, you don't buy yourself, you don't go here, you don't touch dead things. When he grows up, he doesn't take wine. He doesn't touch dead things. He doesn't buy yourself. He doesn't go this. He doesn't take honey. He doesn't do this. He doesn't do that. Because he's a Nazarite. When you go read Numbers chapter 6 and get to know the covenant of the Nazarite, are you here? And Jesus Christ of what? And you are what? Mm-hmm. So when you go, go and read. It's, a, it's another message. So I won't go, it's, it's, it's there. So maybe <laughs> people like Revelation. So today I'm taking you, I'm taking you deep. So that you leave and say, Charlie, today the message was deep. One tissue, so. <laughs> so he said, don't do, don't do. And when the boy grew, they told him. So Samson's hair was in person, person. He doesn't go for parties. When they ask him, Samson, you never come to chill. They said, I am a Nazarite. I don't do this. He was old. He didn't care. Go to the club. Samson, come. Oh, I'm a Nazarite. I don't. We are picking girls. We are changing. Come, Charlie. It's easy. We just show you that. No. We are in the same church. But me, I have a covenant with God. So I'm not going. Something cried. After the pouch. Person, person, now why? No girl will marry you like this. You know. You, your hair. You, if you don't do anything, you just baba your hair. No, 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 no. They said, Razor must. Oh, Samson. A little beer at dinner. What is wrong with you? Are you the one who killed Jesus? Samson, first person. Why you don't have any need in your life? You don't have any need. Last week, a guy came to me. He had a dream. He was watching. Watching on Facebook. Okay. Now Christ says he's becoming a member on Facebook. So clap for the media people. 
He had a dream. And uh, some long dream. And he saw that I was praying for him. It was a bad dream. He was down. I mean, the dream was very prophetic. I prayed for him. And uh, by the time he left, he said, Pastor, I'm making a vow for the pillars. I'll pay this amount. So today he came. He said, Pastor, that night when you prayed for me, I didn't pray any while to know. God, there, you can help us. So he didn't do anything. So the Lord helped you. The Lord delivered you and keep you. In Jesus' name. And that's all. He said, when he went, he had a dream. Instead of the mununku, that dark thing that comes into the room and he cannot shout amen. This time, a beam, like a golden colored beam with two children who were also golden. They came around him and touched his palms and his palms became gold. And when he woke up, he was so excited. So he came to ask for the meaning. I said, hey, I wish I had that vision. You have been visited by angels of wealth. Get ready. Something is about to happen for you. He came today and he picked the tithe card and paid his tithe. You buy, you just join the church. Yes, the same thing. Sister Helena, she's gone. The first day she came to church, that was what I used to recognize her. She paid her tithe that day. Two weeks after, she was promoted at work. So something, you don't have anything to do. In this hard economy, yes. She said, I saw that they've increased the ECG. Hey! Jesus. Jesus will continue to be loved. We are not shaking. If somebody is giving 50,000 for church work, in this hard economy, when men say that there's a casting out, we, there's a lifting up. I thought you would clap. Something, why are you for 24 years? Nobody could overcome something. He defeated everybody. The Philistines were under his feet. Nobody could stop him. Nobody. Nobody. Now, Samson's problem began. Samson. Samson. The problem of Samson was that he had an eye for women. Genesis, Judges chapter 14. He goes to a town called Timnath. And this town with all its industrious activities, he didn't see anything than a woman. And Samson went down to Timnath and saw a woman. saw a woman. <laughs> what type of woman is that? <laughs> of the daughters of the Philistines. Move on. Look at what he was doing. And he came up and told his father and mother, hey Jack, Jack, you people listen to me. <laughs> I have seen a woman in Tigna of the daughters of the Philistines. Now therefore, Get her for me to be wife. Hey, don't cancel me. Don't, it's not prayer matter. 
No, get her if you see the woman, Mount Sinai and the tundra. Go and get her for me now. The modified Afajato. Go and get her for me. The mother said, Oh, my son. So you didn't find any daughter from amongst the house of your No, 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 no. Get the lady for me. He goes to Gaza. He didn't get decent women. He saw a harlot. He went for her. He goes to the valley of Sorek. You see, Gaza, Gaza is one of the biggest towns in the Philistines because they have their strongest generals there. He goes there to get a harlot in the camp of your enemy. He goes to Zorek. Now he sees Delilah. Why was he seeing only women? You see, you are anointed by the way you are going. Be careful. You are righteous by the way you are going. Be careful. You will meet Delilah. And this is an anointed man. His head was in the laps of a fair, beautiful girl. But that had dreadlocks. No, so Say angels na airborne from a goodness. He was asleep. When he woke up, <laughs> then the lady had tied him because in the midst he revealed the secret. Tied him. The same fetters that could not hold him. Now, when they tied him, he couldn't, he did not know. The Bible said he did not know that the spirit of the Lord. Left him. You, the Holy Ghost, is not living. He's there. You are born again. I know. Don't preach me. He's there. No. I know. He's there. But the Bible says in Thessalonians, in the first Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 3, quench not. You understand that? Quench not the spirit. So something. The light of Israel. The savior of Israel. Why? The devil is looking at you. Look, the devil. You think the devil is happy the way your life is progressing? Or time on? He's timing you. Let's be careful. He's timing you. You can die a foolish death. You can get a foolish sickness in your body. You can maim yourself. You can close a door that will never lift you up again. You can enter into deals that will not let you sleep at peace. Because the way you are going is not the way of the newness of life. Three people in the Bible. John the Baptist. An angel prophesied. Jesus, an angel prophesied. Samson, an angel prophesied. 
Look at what happened to Samson. They are in the same league. God is calling us to get closer. Open up to him. This journey of 40 days must start well like this. Because the Bible said the hand of the Lord is not too short that he cannot save us. Samson, he despised spiritual things. They told him not to take anything from a dead animal. He saw honey in carcass. He went to chop. Because at that time, it was a gradual. The dreadlocks went off. That was the final one. But he started breaking the thing. Don't go and marry here. He goes there. He goes to marry. He goes to drink. He started drinking. He started displaying. Showing, I mean, making the woman. Hey, there is a woman that when you fall in love with, you are falling your life into danger. Watch your ways, my people. Oh, yeah, you are the right. Yeah, we are going to make declaration. I'm the righteousness of God. We're going to do that. But look, he said, add to your faith. Victor, get it for me. Add to your faith. This, this, this. Please be fast. It's not part of my note. It just came. It's the last verse of some chapter. Add to your faith, temperance. Add to your faith, this virtue. Add to your faith, patience. They are, why should you add to your faith? No, no, no. Okay. And beside this, giving all diligence, add to your faith, virtue. And to virtue, knowledge. And to virtue, temperance. And, 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 and to knowledge, temperance. And to temperance, patience. And to patience, godliness. You'll be listening to some messages. Be like Esau. And go and be eating some things and come home. you see that you'll be far away. And you would have... I know a lot of those people who preach that way. They are in severe immorality. If you are struggling, believe God and stop lying to people. People who come to church, they know they are walking in sin. And you are telling them that if you are once in Christ, you are in Christ. God doesn't recognize your sin. The person is dying. He rushed to church. Look at what you are telling them. Therefore, why would the Bible say stand fast? Apostle Paul. Apostle Paul, stand fast. Therefore, God is looking for people who separate themselves. Noah, Noah found grace in the sight of God. In the midst of sin, God picked Noah out. How did God see him? God was with Israel when they were walking with him. In the daytime, a cloud of, of glory. And the cloud, imagine it, it puts darkness in Egypt. And they walk under bright light in the wilderness in the day. It's strange. In the night, it's a pillar of fire. In the wilderness, the heat drives away wild animals. And the heat, you know, in the night, snakes and things come out. The light of fire keeps them away. So they are walking under the cloud of fire. What type of God is this? 
and nobody could. So it put fear in the nations that, hey, these people, they are God. You don't touch them. If we can walk with God, no witch, no occult, no power can threaten you to death. Because God will galvanize your life. Rise up on your feet. Lift up two hands and just start talking to God. Romans 8.26 For the Spirit helpeth our infirmities. If I were you, I will lift up my two hands. If you feel like kneeling down, just kneel down and talk to God. Just speak to God. Just speak to God. Just go before God. In two minutes, three minutes, I want us to spend time to pray to God. Go back to God. Just go back to God. Just go back to God. Just go back to God. This journey will not be wasted. For God told Joshua, tell them, Joshua chapter 3 verse 5, they should sanctify themselves for tomorrow. I am doing wonders in, our, in their midst. Talk to God. Talk to God. Talk to God. Just talk to God. Get right with God. Get right with God. Talk. Talk to God. Talk to God. He's faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Talk to God. Two minutes more. Spend time to pray. Open up to God. Open up to God. Ask Him for help. Ask Him for help. Let the Spirit of the Lord help our infirmities. Talk to God. Just talk to God. It doesn't matter how grievous it is. The guilty conscience will be taken away. You will be restored back. There is a restoration for those who return. And today you are returning. Rabababashagadabaha. In the name of Jesus. I was talking to a lady. He said, Pastor, I now know that I've been very foolish. I should have been listening to you. I've now seen the danger I put myself in. You want to pray this last prayer? The Holy Spirit, be my divine counselor from today. Let me be able to hear you. Lead me and you alone lead me. Lift your two hands and pray in one minute. The Lord will restore. The Lord will restore. The Lord will restore. Pray. The Lord will restore. The Lord will restore. Now pray for the anointing of God. Pray that a fresh oil will come upon you. A fresh oil will come upon you. Put your two hands on your head and ask for fresh oil. Ask for fresh oil. Ask for fresh oil. Oil for your next level. Oil for your next level. Oil for your next testimony. Receive it in the name of Jesus. A fresh anointing. A fresh anointing to break barriers. The anointing opens closed doors. 
The anointing brings healing. The anointing brings favor. The anointing brings breakthroughs. The anointing brings elevation. The anointing brings establishment. Receive a fresh anointing upon your life. You are going to advance. You are going to overtake. You are going to speed. There is grace coming upon you. You are going to experience the favor of the Lord. You are the righteousness of God. You are the light of the world. You are the salt of the earth. The Lord is going to advance your life. You are going to laugh all throughout this year. The Lord will protect you. The Lord will guide you. The Lord will provide for you. The Lord will lead you. You will walk through the valley of Bacar and nothing will happen to you. Where people die, you will live. Where people cry, you will jubilate. Somebody pray for one minute. Receive the oil. Receive the anointing to do greater works. To do greater works. In the name of Jesus, whatever the enemy stole from you, and through that hallowed, through that fornicative bed, through that part of ungodliness, anything you lost, I declare in the name of Jesus, receive restoration by the anointing of the Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus, every prophetic word over your life will come to pass. Any negative prophetic word over your life, it will backfire. Any evil prophet that has laid hands on you, let the fire of God destroy their hands. Any deposit of evil in your spirit that has kept you where you are, we command the fire of God to destroy them now. Receive a fresh oil by the end of 40 days of power. Your enemies will hear of you. Your friends will hear of you. A new day will be done. Will dawn on you. A new blessing. A new testimony. A new elevation. Receive grace to finish. Whatever you have begun. I declare upon your life. New businesses are coming into your hands. New job opportunities. Your promotion letter has been released. I open academic doors. I open employment doors. I open marital doors. I open dead wombs. In the name of Jesus, by the anointing, go and prosper. Go and increase. Go and show for the glory of your Father. In the name of Jesus, somebody give him a mighty shout of praise. They will hear of you. Yeah, they will hear of you. When Job was all over with wounds, even his wife told him to curse God. But when the parties began, the same people came back. People are going to celebrate you. People who have seen you cry, they are going to celebrate you in your joy. Somebody give the Lord a mighty clap offering.